So as I'm on the phone with an agent the other day, between every sentence, she keeps giving me her stats, you know, like top producer, I have three closings this day, I'm so busy, blah, 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 you know, I finally had to stop her and say, while I appreciate how busy you are and all of your accomplishments, you know, she has, she has a, that email that just lists, you know, her signature just lists like all of her accomplishments on there. But, you know, while I appreciate how busy you are and all of your accomplishments, can, can we just focus on the contract? So why did she feel the need to do this? Like, why did she feel like she had to keep telling me how important she was? So let's dive into this a little deeper. I'm Danielle Shepard, the host of Being Present in Real Estate. And today we are going to discuss ego-driven agents. So please check your ego at the door. And let's talk about it a little bit more. It's one of my favorite topics to talk about because we all see these agents who try to make us feel a little bit incompetent or insecure. And why do they do that? Hmm. Have you ever had an agent start a conversation with, I've been doing this for 27 years or 10 years or five years or 15 years or whatever, however many years. I specifically remember 27 years because in 2016, my first year of being a full-time real estate agent, because you know I've told y'all I was part-time for a couple of years. Um, I was doing a transaction with an agent who literally started almost every conversation with I've been doing this 27 years or I'm, uh, you know, I've been doing this 27 years or my personal favorite was I've been doing this longer than you've been alive, which I really liked this because at the time I'm in my 40s and she thought I was 27 or younger. And so I'm like, Woo-hoo. and to feel that young again. I was like, yes. Now, of course, she hadn't seen me, so she really didn't know what I looked like, but nice. I sounded like I was young, so that was good. But, you know, it's always good to think that you're younger than you really are. But anyway, I digress. So, um, so recently, the contracts had changed. This was our situation. The contracts had changed uh, about repairs. And on the contracts, I had asked about the invoice from an electrician because at that time when the invoice, when the contracts changed, you had to have an invoice from a licensed person if they were in a field that you had to have a license, like an electrician or HVAC or plumber. Before then, you didn't have to have that. So she promptly informed me that she had been doing this 27 years and her handyman always does her repairs. So politely, I said, I understand, but per the contract, I do need an invoice. 
from a licensed electrician. And I remember this because it was for a junction box that was had bare wires in the attic and there was insulation and it was a fire hazard. So even more so, my clients really wanted a licensed electrician to look at this. Anyway, um, she refused once again, something about 27 years. Finally, she ended up calling my broker to tell on me, um, which was kind of funny. But I was right, uh, which that's not the part of the story that's important. But she was mad. And she was mad because I was, not that I was right, but it, because that's not the important part, but it was just that the whole, why was it important to her, one, to start every conversation with, I've been doing this 27 years. I mean, was it an intimidation factor? What was it? Because then it made the entire transaction hard. What really made it hard was after she spoke to my broker and after she found out, no, I was indeed right and she did have to have an electrician and she did have to give me the invoice, he wouldn't speak to me. So yeah, made it hard. So now everyone knows that I have only been in this real estate um, world since 2014 and some people love me and some people, well, it's like the Taylor Swift song says, haters gonna hate, 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 hate. <laughs> I'm not a singer. So, uh, and so we're supposed to shake it off, shake it off. You know, I was going to really try to sing that, but uh, uh, no, uh, but why, why is that? I don't know really why that is, but I have a couple of theories. One theory is that some agents have huge egos and want to make themselves feel better by making others feel worse. And we'll talk about more about that in just a little bit. I was showing a house yesterday and as I was waiting for my client to show up, I was talking with one of my agents on the phone and I confided in her that the agent showing the house before me intimidated me. My agent, well, she was surprised because they see me as this, um, like she said, you're a strong woman. Don't ever forget that. Uh, I appreciate that. Thank you. But they, that's how they see me. And so she was surprised. Um, Yes, I'm human, uh, but I've never gotten a chance to tell her why while well, she listens to the podcast, so now she'll know why. Several years ago, I had a deal with this agent, and I was still relatively new, so I guess it's more than several years ago. So I don't know how many years is several. Anyway, I was still learning the ropes, um, so to say... Well, instead of being kind and helpful, which is what we should be because we're all about trying to get the deal done, she was demeaning and honestly took every chance she could to make me look bad in front of my client, to make me look incompetent and inept, including when we were at closing. 
and we were leaving. When we were leaving, we were all standing out in the lobby and she gave my client her card. And she said to him, which I will never forget. I'm surprised she got you to the closing table when you're ready to sell your home. Give me a call. I have experience to help you. Wow. I almost cried instantly. It was just such an affront in my face. I couldn't believe it. And I was stunned. And my client was stunned. And as she walked away, my client said, well, kind of whispered, which, but, you know, with a capital B, <laughs> but, you know, I can't say that. And then I kind of laughed. And then my client laughed. And then the three other people in the lobby that heard this laughed. <laughs> but I was still embarrassed. And I was mortified, really, because then I'm thinking, all these people think I can't do my job. Now, did I make mistakes? Of course, because I was newer. Does every real estate agent make mistakes? Of course, because we're human and we're not perfect. And when we're learning a craft, because yes, real estate is a craft, we make mistakes. But as an agent, we are here to help each other. Even when we work on opposite sides of a deal, you can still be kind and help each other because our goal is to get to the end of the transaction to the mutual benefit of our clients. Even though I was still embarrassed and uh, it, it ended up kind of funny on my part because four years later, Mm -hmm. I sold that house. So, boom, mic drop. <laughs> so, how hard is it to be kind? I mean, we're all here for that one reason. To help our clients. To get our client to the closing table. So, if you feel like you must belittle others to make yourself look or feel better, you may need to think about why that is. Because something else is going on to make you do that. So a lot of people know that um, I'm one of those people that have a lot of hats. I do a lot of things. Uh, so my master's in counseling psychology, one of my one of my hats, uh, would say your need to do this is your own feelings of inadequacy. We call this <laughs> the hater syndrome. That's not really the technical term, but we're going to go with that. You know that top producer in your office that instead of cheering them on, we have heard people say, oh, they represent builders or oh, they have referrals that give them that business or whatever other excuse you can think of instead of cheering them on. My fourth year in real estate, I became a top producer. It was exciting. I was excited. I had hustle. I, I was like constantly working. 
But I actually heard that the reason I was a top producer is because I was sleeping with another agent. Yeah, so I was sleeping around. I was like, really? With who? Like, another agent? Oh, and then I heard I was sleeping with, like, my clients. Like, really? Okay. Like, what, in what world does that make sense? Like, what was I doing? Going on Craigslist and saying, hey, buy a house for me and have sex. You know, what, are you kidding me? Like, come on now. What's, what world do we live in? Why would somebody even say that? How insecure do you have to be to come up with crap like that? We as agents should celebrate others' successes. Build each other up. Not tear each other down. Because the only thing that happens when you tear someone down is you look foolish. No one wins. Working together is what we must do for the best of our clients. I have heard more in the past three weeks about negativity in our world. You know, all of the end of year awards have come out saying how much production people have had for 2022. All of that has come out. And I've heard more people get upset about other people's well-being and other people's production and other people doing well. And I don't understand why. Why would you be upset that someone else did well? Are you upset because you didn't do well or what? Because if you're upset that someone did better than you, then you need to figure out why you didn't do that well. Maybe have a conversation with them. Learn from them. Humble yourself. Get off on topics. Okay, so one more ego story. Uh, I'm not sure if this is an ego so much as perhaps an exaggerated agent story. Have you ever done a deal with an agent who blows up your phone with calls and text messages? So I was working with an agent once, um, not even on a contract, but she was showing one of my listings and she called and texted me during the entire showing, like text, she's texting, I don't have enough time to respond. So she calls. So we talk, hang up, she's texting, not enough call, call text not a text call like literally the entire time we're calling and texting and I'm not having enough time to respond and at this point I'm like on the phone with her the entire showing and then for the next four hours four hours texting and calling and it was the same thing 
even got a text with, if you don't answer the phone, I'm not going to write an offer. I wrote back, I'm sorry. After call number 18, I had to pee. Till next time, we discuss the secrets of real estate. Wait, why are there secrets? Only way I guess you will have to find out is to stay tuned. So be sure to like and subscribe, find out and find it. Being Present on Real Estate is on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music and Ample Podcasts, and of course on YouTube. So like and subscribe. So till next time, be kind, be present, and keep those egos in check. Take care, guys.